Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on your commute, out on a hot girl walk, or curled up on your sofa, open your mind and get ready to feel those good vibes. Hello guys, welcome back to the Good Vibes Club and another guest episode with someone who I've actually wanted to get on for ages and she agreed, slash you actually asked me didn't you? But um, I'm here with Jordan. Hello. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name's Jordan, (laughs) a.k.a. Hello, Miss Jordan on Instagram. I should have introduced you and being like, hello, Miss Jordan. Oh, (laughs) that would have been nice. Well done. Yeah. So hi, everyone. I'm really excited to be here. I'm very excited. It's my first proper (laughs) podcast. I feel cool. Podcast debut. Podcast debut. I feel like awesome. (laughs) Jordan is influencer as well. Influencer, actress, singer. What don't you do? Bad dancer, um, chef. Uh, we have done many TikTok dances together that just fail miserably. <laughs> yeah. As they are somewhere in the archive. Oh my God, they are actually, aren't they? Yeah. Bit of everything. A little bit of everything, really. So that's fun. Give us a fun fact about you that no one knows. Oh God. Shit. I love putting people on the spot with this one. It's great. You get some great answers. Oh, just, what, what do I not know? Um... So well, I was. They don't know quite a lot. That's the point in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I am a very good skier. Um. But I was actually like junior international slalom champion really? when I was like eight or nine. So I beat out all the other countries. My dad was very proud. Um. When I beat out like all the others, he was like waiting <laughs> for my me to be in about tenth or eleventh place and was first. So I got the medal oh. to prove it. So you can't call me a liar. But yeah. Good, good skier. There you go. <laughs> Basically a champion over here. I am, yeah. Adding another thing to the list. Could, could have been in the Olympics, but I'm lazy. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually had Georgia on the other day and she said the same thing. She said that she could have been in the Olympics for badminton. Oh. Yeah, she's going to be Team GB. Get that shuttle Apparently I've out. got very Olympic friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sports skills at all. To be fair, I can only ski. I can do a bit of horse riding. That's it. See, I can't even do that. Um, I don't really like horses. Oh. They scare me a bit. Oh, oh, I'm not oh. a fan of horse riding. You know I like all animals, though. I, horses are just very big. Yeah, so me and Jordan went on a trip to... It was Cyprus, wasn't it? With the, oh, no, there's two. I have two stories here. Oh, God. So we went on a trip to Cyprus, went up to a church, and there was um, cats that Jordan just befriended, and it was like a. It had, like, three legs. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. The three-legged ginger cat. Well, the one that sat on my lap yeah. in that picture. Yeah, and we couldn't get her to leave. Yeah, it was And fun. then in um, Mauritius, Jordan decided to let the dog sleep in her bedroom. Shh, she, <laughs> I went to her room to get her secret. to go to dinner the one day and she literally had this dog sleeping in the corner on a towel and I was, I was like, like, Jordan, you're it right? could have rabies. There was two actually. and Yes, there was. I felt really bad though because one of them was bleeding from the mouth and I just gave them some I water. I mean, rabies. It's fine. Do you remember the one that was on the beach on the last night and we were walking down the beach and you were like, yeah. dog, come to me. And then it came towards it and had a foamy mouth and we were like, go away, dog, go away. <laughs> I still loved it. Oh my in God. My it was an experience. But Jordan is like literally just a Disney princess oh, she calls you. animals she sings That's she's true. sat here in a like fancy dress at the moment oh thanks <laughs> this isn't as fancy as it could be I feel like this is casual <laughs> it's not as fancy as the one you were wearing earlier <laughs> sometimes it's on us shooting earlier which literally is basically come in a, like Cinderella yeah literally like Cinderella's ball gown look what's nice though it's a vibe, right? It's a vibe that's a good vibe there that's you your go. good vibe <laughs> my the good vibe is dresses. pretty pretty clothes if you can't if you can't wear it no <laughs> I say it. <laughs> I don't know where that was going to go. If you can't wear it, uh, don't if you wear it. <laughs> if you can't wear it now, when can you wear it? Not when I'm 70, that's for sure. I mean, you could. I mean, I could, but it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? Even weirder. It wouldn't than... surprise me, to be honest. I know. 
I know. Oh, God. Can you imagine? It just wouldn't surprise me. Just this old woman in in a little scooter just trundling down scooter. the road in, like, this ball gown. Off to afternoon tea. Yeah. I'm like, all right, everyone. You're right, kids. How are you? <laughs> okay. So, Jordan. Hmm. You already know this. Every week we do a good vibe of the week. Yes. What's your good vibe from this week? Um, so I just got back from Tenerife. You did. Got a little bit of winter sun, which was lush. Carnival oh my god. Vibes. Yes, went to the Santa Cruz Carnival. Um, I wore a, a very extra outfit um, involving a sparkly bikini, very short skirt, and massive angel wings. Yes. Yeah. Um, people told me not to do those angel wings, by the way. Why? The voting was very close because I did a vote. I was like, <laughs> should I get angel wings? Everyone was sort of like, no. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Already bought them. Already bought them all. <laughs> LOL. Don't care. Anyway, but it turned out I was actually underdressed compared to some people. Yeah. Yeah, like people were, went hard and I respect that. I love a carnival. I feel yeah. like it's just anything goes. It was pretty much. I mean, the theme was apparently New York. I didn't go with the theme. but I, I mean, saw, according like, to what you said, I don't think anyone did. No, <laughs> I don't think anyone really went with the theme. Um, there was some people, there was like people dressed as like the Empire State Building and they had, of course. yeah, literally they had Empire State Building hats with a little gorilla on the top. So like a little <laughs> King, Kong. Um, King Kong. on the, It was so cute. I thought that was adorable. So yeah. And you went to Siam Park. Went to Siam Park. Have you been? Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, it was I so went good. to Tenerife specifically to go to Siam Park. It was a banging, years ago. to be fair. Yeah, it was really funny. And um, I managed to drag Kenzie on who wasn't a fan of rides she was like do you think it'll be all right and i was like yeah you couldn't see the rides because yeah. they're sort of hidden in the bushes they're all like in the trees and it's like so you can't you don't really get a vibe for what it's going to be like until you're on it and i was like, gonna, like you literally feel like you're gonna fling out it's as well brutal honestly i took her on the dragon one you know where you drop and then you go up this big round sort of yes thing. yeah yeah and there's a very similar ride at the water park in Dubai. So I've been on that. So I thought it was going to be the same. And that one, you sort of just ambly like meander down and this then you have like, a massive Chow. drop. But this one was like <laughs> drop, drop. And like she's screaming, I'm screaming. Got this random guy in there. So we had to fill the boat up. So there was I four people. That. This like this random single rider man who was filming it, by the way. <laughs> so I would love that footage if he if he has it and he could send it to me. That would be great. Because it was literally just us like, the whole time. I'm surprised you didn't have a GoPro going. I know. I don't have a GoPro. Do you not? I no. thought you did. You have mm. everything else. I know. You'd think I would, wouldn't you? I'm being stingy. Yeah, Dan. You need <laughs> to go buy a GoPro. Like, to be fair, that. I feel like GoPros are only worth it if you are someone who like goes in water a lot on holidays. And I don't do like I'm not do I don't do YouTube, so True, you don't. If I did YouTube, which I is why I was so excited to get her on the podcast. <laughs> Jordan does not speak online, guys. Not really, no. I should do it more. If you were coming from Jordan's channel, this is, this is part of why I wanted you on, though, because I feel like, for one, I don't think many people realise we're friends. I think a lot of people just don't know that. But we're friends. Because we're so... Oh, shut up. <laughs> because I think we're so different that you would just never think it. But then yeah. obviously when we're together, we just talk for England. And I think for two, you never speak online. Like Your personality no. is like a hidden myth. Yeah, it's because my my sense of humour is pretty dry. It, very dry. And I feel like I don't show that online because people just take it the wrong way. Um, and they have taken, I used to talk a lot more and people used to take it the wrong way all the time. And they just thought I was being horrible. And I'm like, no, I'm You're just, just very I'm sarcastic. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking, guys. Why are you taking it so seriously? Like one time I wrote, um, so well, this was a while ago, back in 2020, and I got um, oh, God. mosquito bites on my face. Oh, they're the worst. So painful, really ugly as well. It was like swelling. 
And I think I put it up online and was I filmed it and was like, God, I can't believe they got the money maker like this. And oh my God. Clearly a sarcastic Clearly comment. a joke, right? And people were like, oh, it's so vain. So vain. Can't believe you'd say that. And I'm like, well, it is the money maker though, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair to me, it was, but also I was joking. So I was like, so yeah, so I was just like, I know I'm like, oh, do you know what? I can't be bothered. Just can't be bothered. So I just keep it, keep it low key. You know? She keeps it low key, but comes on a podcast and we're going to make her spill. <laughs> her lack of filter is what I'm the most excited oh, about. Oh God. <laughs> We haven't got her talking yet, but we're going to do it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so today's episode, we had a bit of a think about what we could talk about. And we have come up with the idea of talking all about relationships, mm-hmm. right? So we wanted to talk about the differences between like obviously keeping your relationship public and having everything out there. Even if you're not an influencer, like even as just like a, a regular person on Instagram, like having your relationship public versus private, talking about our experiences with it. Um, talking all about how we manifested our dream boyfriends, basically the whole shebang. And Jordan's going to give you some dating tips because I just don't really have them. <laughs> you didn't I, really I date, never really did dated, you? and I dated. I'm such a relationship gal. I just don't. I, I mean, don't so am I. I. I mean, that's why I did up so many dates. I think I dated. So for for full context, I dated 35. Well, I did 35 first dates last year. In, in one year, it was actually technically like one it was, a week. Te- it was technically within about eight months. So if you count it, because obviously I ended up meeting my partner in September. Mm. So yeah, it was about within eight months. That How many of those went past the first date? I think it was, I, well, actually someone asked me the other day, I think it was about eight. What ten, went to like at least a second date? Ten, yeah, it went to at least a second date. And then a, and then out of the 35, I'd say there were five, what I would call like the big five, the significant <laughs> five who I genuinely quite liked and it yeah. didn't work out for some reason. And then you know I have so many dating stories. You have so many. So I feel like we could many. make a whole other episode out of your I've, dating Yeah, stories. I feel like that could be its own Mine's episode. like dire. <laughs> I feel like I've only really... Like, I was on dating apps, and I think I only ever dated two people off dating apps. I'm so jealous. <laughs> and I went on, like, one for, like, two dates. One I dated for a couple of months. Like, that was literally it. I'm and then I had so. maybe, like... When I was younger, like I'm talking probably about five or six years ago, there was probably a couple, but barely. Like that was when dating apps were like first a thing. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm don't actually, have the stories. You're lucky, to be honest. I mean, it's funny to have the stories, but also it was horrible. It's <laughs> terrible at the time, but I think when you look back, you're like, yeah. that's such a good it's story. Like, I'm so oh, glad it happened. What a year. What a year. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> they are my favourite stories from people, though. I love a dating story when it's Me gone too, wrong. Me too, to be fair. Like, I think they're quite fun. Like, having single friends, I'm like, come on, spill the beans. Need yep. to know it all. Don't hold anything back. I want to know all the juicy goss. Drama. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but living it. <laughs> Living, Living it. Living it is a very different story. I mean, like, you caught me in the last time you saw me when we were in Mauritius. That was like that just was a off, bad that time. That was off the back of one of the worst that I dated, one of the worst men, and I was I was devo. I was devo. You were heartbroken. I was heartbroken, and I was like still trying to get over it. But that was the holiday that got me over it. So, and I feel like that's when we managed to get you into manifesting as well because yeah. you were like Jess, help me, you know make what? me positive, help. Do you know what? From that, you know how I, I had all the crystals with mm. me, and oh my god, yeah, you had I your had love the, crystals. You were going to bury them in the sand and all yeah. sorts. Yeah, <laughs> so I did do it. I went out. I did, I I did my this. little did my little ritual on the beach, and from that moment is the domino effect, which led me to my partner. 
I'm not even joking. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Those crystals work. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. actually someone I really want to get on the podcast is someone who's like really into crystals. Like I yeah. want to talk to someone who just knows so much about them. Because I, love crystals. I think you're like me, like we know a little bit, we yeah. research a little bit, but I wouldn't say by any means we're experts. No. Like we kind of know what a few mean, but like not really. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that looks good. You did all yours for like love. Mine were like, get rid of toxic. <laughs> Banish. I have black tourmaline above my door. I think I've mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but it's basically like a crystal. You need it as well. It's so good. You put it above your front door. I think it's on the left-hand side as you look at the door from the inside, Okay. I think is where it is. But it's basically like when people come into your house, it basically stops their negativity coming with them. Oh, that's nice. And it's actually worked. I kid you not, it well, works. Do you like have that with, with a bit of sellotape or something? No, it just like sits on top of my door frame. I don't think I have a door frame. <laughs> You must have a door frame. <laughs> I don't think so. You can put things on. Oh top my god! Of. If you sell a safe, it'll die. That'd be so funny. Or give it its own little tiny shelf. Oh, that would be so sweet. <laughs> Just get a little teeny shelf. That'd be really cute. But actually. it's really good. Like I'd say, since I've had that up, I have successfully not had any negativity in my house. No losers allowed. Like I would say, anyone who, anyone who I was friends with who was negative, if they ever came over, like it just didn't linger. You know when like they, what, they it sounds really the door. <laughs> You know, like in um, vampire diaries where they have to be invited in. <laughs> They're like, I can't there seems to be some kind of force field. It's like, oh, 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 it's you. No, you're the problem. Oh um, yeah, sorry, you're a bit too negative. You can't yeah, come in today. I'm sorry. really sorry. We just shut the door slowly in their face. <laughs> Sit in the door and chat. But it does work. Like I found before I did it you know when you just have people around you that are really negative and like mm. when they come into your house they leave and you just feel really like drained yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of stopped that happening nice. if they came to my house and then you get like you have ones you keep in your bra or whatever but um yeah <laughs> yeah I, t- I carry two i carry um strawberry quartz for commitment and i carry citrine for wealth yeah citrine's a really good one yeah i have a lot of citrine in my house yeah so that's good so i'm actually gonna time. get if anyone's interested i am gonna get a feng shui expert on the podcast mm. james's sister louise she's the best she actually is studying feng shui at the moment she's an interior designer and she is very full of knowledge about where crystals should go in your house and stuff so i feel like i need to get her on no you should that's teach us where cool. to put our citrine <laughs> <laughs> where do i put this help apparently it does like it makes a thing though so like if you have citrine in your office it can work, but you have to have it in certain parts of your office and stuff. Like it's uh-huh. a whole, it's a whole thing. So we'll see. But yeah. anyway, okay. I feel like we're getting off on a whole other tangent yeah, here. Crystal, the crystal yeah, podcast. We've, is got, what we've we gone. We are do. not a crystal podcast. So we both keep our relationships private now, right? Yeah. And we both had relationships before where we were. I mean, we're not celebrities by any means, but I would say we had them quite public. Yeah. So like we would talk about our relationships online. We mm. would share a lot of our ex boyfriends, um, and I feel like we didn't. Uh, don't get me wrong there was still I'd probably say like 70% we didn't put online but the 30% that we did was very there right Mm -hmm. because you had quite a public relationship for quite a long time like a few years wasn't it yeah definitely so I'd say essentially because obviously I had when I first started blogging um I've been doing this for like nine years Mm. so for the first four years of that I had a different boyfriend but because I was oh my god the viking (laughs) guys this is like another story you keep saying things and I'm like memory unlocked memory unlocked (laughs) the worst boyfriend ever four years four years of my life a lesson though a lesson do you know what and do you know what if I hadn't gone out with him I never would have started blogging and I never would have met my current partner there we go so butterfly effect it was indeed meant to be um but I still should have left earlier but anyway um so he wasn't too public because even though I mentioned him and there were like pictures of him 
I just didn't have much of a following. Yeah. So people can't remember that. They're not like, oh, remember when she dated? Yeah. Blah, blah. Um, but my last relationship, literally the entire thing from its inception to its finale was online because that was really, that period of time was when I grew the, grew the most. Yeah. So I remember putting his, like the our first few dates on Instagram stories and people reacting to that. And then it just kind of grew. And then I, yeah, I, just naturally would put pictures of us up together. You posted quite a lot of him as well. Like, yeah, he lot. was a lot on your social media. Yeah, he even was. just stories like of at home and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was quite on it, wasn't he? Yeah, very much. Um, and obviously, like he was, he was very supportive of everything, um, and he didn't mind. Yeah. But he took a lot of your pictures, didn't he? When you were yeah, together. loads of. He was basically a photographer because I remember was. being in Cyprus, and you were like on the verge of breakup, and you were like, <laughs> "Who's going to take my pictures now? Like, what yeah. do I do?" Because yeah. I think it sounds really shallow, but like I had the same thought before because you're losing that person who knows exactly how to take your pictures and you're like, oh mm-hmm. my God, well, who do I ask now? Yeah, it's like, like what do, do I, I go do? to friends? Do I go to like, who do you ask? Yeah, well, I was really concerned about that, but I was like, I do remember that trip because that was the trip where I was like, I think I'm going to have to break Do you remember up with our him? really drunk evening? Yeah. Like, we went out, so we had, <laughs> God, we have so, so many stories. Drunk. So we went to this bar in Cyprus and it was a press trip and it was us and a girl called Ashley who is a babe. She's love actually Ashley. coming on the podcast soon. Oh, is she? Yeah, I, I asked her yesterday. Um, and we were sat in this bar and it was like this beautiful rooftop bar, like amazing sunset. It was us and the PR Tony, like just four girls on basically a girl's holiday. And um, I remember it all started going wrong when my porn star martini turned up with a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> Not a shot, a bottle. Like a, You know, like the mini bottles you get on like a flight? It was a freaking bottle. And, and we were like, went, oh my God. And then all oh. of us started ordering, ordering porn stars because you only really drink like pina coladas. Yeah. Me and Ashley and like Tony were on the porn stars. And um, I remember, do you remember there was like two came and then all of a sudden they started giving us shots and we were like, what have we done wrong? Yeah. And, and then we went to that restaurant yeah. and then they were giving us more alcohol. The oh restaurant. God, we were and so They were giving drunk. me rum and pineapple juice there. So it was getting worse. Yeah. And then I remember being just so drunk and just I like, remember sitting in my room and it was the four of us and we had a clip set up because we were like yes. doing a time lapse. I don't know why we decided that was a good idea. And um, yeah. we were having like deep meaningfuls. It and that's deep. when you were like, I can't do it. Yeah. I, I like, think I, I need out. Anymore. It was, yeah, that was really the end. And I think I broke up with him basically. It was quite that quickly week. after. It was, a, it was a few days after I got back, actually. I was like, I can't. This is the end. This Sometimes I think you just end. need to talk it out, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, my lover. <laughs> Goodbye, my friend. Yeah. Ooh. But um, where was this tangent going? Do you think that, having him so public is like because your breakup I kind of had the same with like one of my break in fact two so I had two relationships that were kind of public um I had one where we traveled a lot together um he very much was like part of my business like I actually paid for his life he didn't really do anything but um ick ick major (laughs) ick never would do it again but um he very much was like my photographer, my video editor. Like he was basically an integral part of the business as well because I kind of needed him at one point. Um, and when we broke up, I remember that being super public. Yeah. And I kind of, that was when Instagram wasn't really as filtered. So like I'd kind of put a story up. Oh my God, so cringe now. And I was like, <laughs> love Island, want another Islander? <laughs> and like, that I was, was like, do you know what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm on it. I'm going on Love Island. I want to do it. It was the year of, God, I can't think who was in it that year. It was a while ago. It was a few years ago. Um, and then the next one was also kind of public. Um, and I just remember both times, if you stop sharing, people would be like, but why did you break up? And yeah. because you share so much, I think people then start 
feeling like they are owed the information mm. and it's like well you know you put the relationship online like why are you not sharing it anymore like have you broken up I need to know why you've broken up speculation starts and I think it is a natural part of like being a human because like you think if you see a celebrity or some really big influence with millions of followers if they stop sharing their boyfriend you instantly are like are they broken up mm. where's the boyfriend gone like what's yeah. going on with that no you do also so you think that I like, don't like blame people for that because curiosity it is it is curious i feel like it's sometimes I'm, i go on the hunt sometimes i'm like oh <laughs> on the hunt on the hunt i'm like oh let me see what's going on is, is there any info like has she put anything up about it and yeah no i don't i don't blame people for that at all I think people are just I, as a culture or as a society i think everyone's just nosy oh yeah like the newspapers are there <laughs> and they exist because we're nosy yeah we're all a bunch of nosy nosies. like gossip nosy magazines Nellies. exist because we're nosy mm. like this just uh, it's part of being a human yeah but do you think having that public relationship is part of the reason that you now don't share your relationship oh yeah because you've been with your boyfriend now for like six months or something isn't it yeah it's coming to five months but maybe just over that because mm. five months since we became official so um but yeah definitely um like i knew as soon as i broke up with my yeah. last boyfriend well my ex-fiance because I was engaged yeah. um I knew that I didn't want to ever do that again I was like I never want to share it online the only time I would I was like I will have to share it is if obviously he's an influencer or he's like a public figure because yeah kind of don't really have a choice um even then I wouldn't have put much up but I was like if I date someone you know a regular person <laughs> a normal a person, normal person um, a non-person a, who shares their life online. yeah a non <laughs> internet person then yeah i do not want to be sharing anything about it does he I, use social media much he's got instagram but that's does he it. like just because james basically is very just much like an observer of me really yeah. see so james has social media he has a tiktok and he has an instagram but i'd say his instagram's probably got six pictures on it and they date as far back as like 2012 yeah like, he just doesn't post he doesn't really like taking pictures he doesn't really like being in pictures like he very much is someone who like goes on it to look at sport or like goes on tiktok and browses like he's a watcher he's not a mm. doer if that makes yeah. sense like he doesn't post it he just watches and observes he has quite a lot of posts um that mostly it's like oh just a regular guy yeah here's my week off and then it's just like a carousel of pictures or like and living then, my best life in yeah. this holiday place and here's a sunset yeah and then the last like before he met me it was just a series of selfies um, which is like his dating era where he's like let yeah. me show the girls what they look like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally yeah it, I always make fun of him because he has this really intense stare and we have like this <laughs> running thing like I can't explain it but he, he does it in selfies too like he doesn't smile it's very much a smolder see I wouldn't say because obviously like, you post him on close friends and I wouldn't say that seeing pictures of him I wouldn't say he has like an intense stare I but know, now I feel like I'm going to observe and be I'm like, going to have to show you I'm going to show you the picture because like the pictures before you met me I'm, it's because I say to him I want you to smile with your teeth and he hates it and I'm like you look so nice like you got like such a lovely smile yeah and he's like oh no I hate my smile no 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 but and in all the pictures before you met me, it's just him like, just uh, what I'm doing smolder. right now is just smolder, like completely. To be fair, you look pretty deadpan. Yeah, it's so <laughs> deadpan. And there's a running joke about it as well, because on his birthday, he made a WhatsApp group and the icon was a bunch of balloons. But one of the balloons was his deadpan face. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was like, what is that? I think it's a boy thing, though. Not many yeah. boys like pictures. No, but he used to. Yeah, he loved a selfie. And now his new thing is mirror selfies, um, oh, no. which he sends me on the daily from his new job. Which Mirror selfies are a nick for me. Oh, do you know what, though? I find it kind of sexy. 
you're biting your lip and I don't even want to know what these mirror selfies look like because all I'm imagining is they're probably not PG. No, they are. He's in like, but he's in like a suit, so. Oh, I mean, of course you love that. I love that. Oh God, he wore a suit on a first date and I was like, mm, sir, please. How dare you show up like this? Do you think he would mind if he shared if you shared him? Because oh, James no, is wouldn't. like, he, so he doesn't, use social media he doesn't he won't be in vlogs like I get asked a lot why he's not in vlogs and stuff like he just doesn't want to be in them and I respect that like I'm having my life online he didn't choose this life mm. he chose me and my life is that like he's not choosing to be an influencer but he also just doesn't really want to be on it no I don't blame that like um, he wouldn't get involved in it you know like yeah. if I post a random picture he'll be like oh I don't like that picture why did you post that but mm. I very 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 rarely show his face yeah no I think he would be he wouldn't mind um he's actually said I don't really care either way but, but it's he, you that's like, no, it's, no, no. it's more me who's yeah. like, I don't want to share him. And it's not even that he's like a secret, because I think some people assume like I'm trying to keep him hidden and that I really don't want people to find out who he is. But I honestly couldn't care less if people found out who he is. Like, if you find out who he is, mm. it is what it is. It's more like, it's for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want to be actively sharing him all the time. Like, it's, it's, hard, it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like hard to explain the balance because it's, I think people see as soon as you're like not sharing a relationship online, they think, yeah, you're hiding something. I also think the contrast between like sharing previously versus not sharing now. Mm. But then I think it's actually healthier not to because we were talking about this on the way here. And I do think my like when I do things with James, like if we go off and do, I don't know, like a trip somewhere. I find that we spend a lot more quality time because we're not feeling like, I can't get the camera out because he doesn't like it. And I'll maybe take a selfie or something with him and it's like a cute one that we have and that never gets seen. But like, it's almost more quality time because I'm not getting the camera out. If that yeah, makes definitely. Sense. Like I will see, when I spend the weekend with him, I basically don't post on Instagram the whole weekend. No, it's just you gaming on the sofa and it'll be like your legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so jealous. I really want to. Oh my God, it's so good. But <laughs> We only have switches, so we can't get it till like July, which is so annoying. I can't even see how that's going to run on a switch. No, honest. it's, good yeah. Luck. <laughs> we played it on my, so my brother came over with his laptop and he's got like an Alienware, whatever it's called. And we were playing it on that. And he was like, oh, it's a bit laggy sometimes. And I, I just, I don't know either. But Not that this is a gaming podcast. Sorry. But, you know, no, I love, but I do divert. love, I I love do, Hogwarts. Go back. It's so good though. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Um, Your weekends with him. Yeah, weekends with him. So yeah, basically, yeah, if I, if I see him at the weekend, then I just don't post. And it's lovely. It's like such a nice break from reality. Especially when our job is 24-7. Like, it's nice to have the yeah. time away, I think. And sometimes I will film, like, an Instagrammable clip of us. You know, like, what... Mm. But it's for me. It's not for the internet. But like, I think that's okay. Because I think it's nice to have nice content of you and your partner. Like, me and James yeah. have got, like... It's gross saying, but, like, Instagram-worthy content. Mm. But it's more like a picture to frame to put on the wall or yeah. like a nice picture for us to have as a phone background or like, you know, just to have. Yeah, like I once, but I, not I once filmed us like dancing in the kitchen and I like cut, cut it together and put it to music just for my own yeah. benefit. And I send it to him and he's like, this is the cutest show I've ever seen. Like, but then it's it. nice as a memory, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it's like so cute to look back on. And yeah, I just love seeing that kind of stuff. Me too. Aww. Also, don't you feel like when you show your relationship online, you kind of have this pressure to sort of show a perfect yeah. kind of relationship that doesn't necessarily exist, I find. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people do this. Like, it's very rare that you would see... Well, I understand why as well, because I feel like if you showed a, a relationship, a real relationship, people would be like, what are you still doing with him? Do you know what? I think as well, if you, if you were to share the struggles of a relationship, I feel like 
you just wouldn't do it like every mm. relationship has times where you maybe don't feel like you're getting on as well and like you bicker a bit more or you know you're having sex less or whatever mm. and I feel like you just wouldn't share that because people would be like you're basically slagging off your boyfriend yeah but do you know what I actually did see recently um I follow this couple on TikTok Caitlin and Leah and they have just oh, had a baby yeah. have you seen them I've seen they're them. really they're sweet really cute, yeah. so they did a video probably a couple of weeks ago now and it was like our relationship struggling since we had our son like we're going to start doing date ideas to try and get our relationship back on track and blah blah and I was like do you know what I actually really like that they did that obviously we can't relate we don't have kids but like the fact that they're sitting there openly saying like it's normal to have relationship struggles and here's how we're fixing it and yeah. I was like that's actually a really positive change in the way to look at social media because there's such a perception that relationships are perfect online because like like we were saying you want the perfect picture. You mm. will not post the argument you've just had to get that picture or if you <laughs> are on holiday and you've had an argument and then you go out for dinner, you're only going to share the perfect dinner and sunset. You're not going to share the argument you had. Yeah, But definitely. then it's normal to have an argument. Yeah, exactly. Bickering is normal when you're with someone it that often. <laughs> it is normal. Like You're not going to like the person you're with all the time. You're going to love them, but like not necessarily going to like them. They're not going to yeah. be perfect forever. Um, and I feel, I feel like when I look back at when I shared my, my ex-fiancé... I do feel a little bit of guilt because I almost made it look so perfect. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I and I think, oh God, like people must have looked at that and been like, and felt bad almost. Yours were very, like I specifically remember you posting the Disney ones. Mm. And I want to say it was when you got engaged, that potentially was, was after yeah, as well, no, like no, another time. Yeah, that was the And it engagement. was all like floaty and like pretty and look how happy we are and we're so mm. smiley. But, uh, but then actually you like the reality of things... Like, this is not yeah. me saying her engagement wasn't perfect, by the way. But I mean, like, you <laughs> could see that. was very good. <laughs> it was. But, like, that kind of content where it is very floaty and cutesy and, like, happy and bubbly, you would outwardly see that and be like, oh, my God, their relationship is so perfect. But you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. No, not at all. And I think there is... The, the amount of celebrity couples even who you see them turning up at premieres together and they're kissing and they're cuddling and amazing. And then the next day it's like they're going through a messy divorce and they hate each other. And you just wouldn't know what's going on behind the scenes? No, nef- never. And like, I mean, I was starting to question my relationship before I even got engaged, to be honest. So... Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> if you're questioning it, don't go through with an engagement. Just or if you're saying. questioning it, ask yourself why you're <laughs> yeah, questioning cause it. Yeah, like, because I, I was like in denial. Um, like, I was in the months leading up to him proposing, I was like... I Did really- you know he was going to propose? I had like a feeling, but I hoped he wouldn't. So what does that say? Like, I literally was like, I really hope he doesn't propose. And my mum went to me, if he does propose to you, say no. And I was like... Interesting. But then in the moment, you know, when you have like this perfect engagement, this perfect proposal, you just you just want to say yes because you think, oh, well, you know, that's a problem for future me. Like, what if I'm just having cold feet because I'm the problem? And I'm just like or you're overthinking. Going a rough patch or something. Yeah, or if I'm just overthinking it. But it wasn't the case. It was that I just didn't. Yeah. I was falling out of love with him. Which is sad. Which is sad. And but I, thought, I do think you can work on things. Like on the flip side of that, like just if, just for anyone out there listening that's maybe like in that kind of realm at the moment, just because you're feeling like that does not mean it's necessarily no, a bad thing. No, no, it no. could just be that you are maybe needing a bit more communication. Yeah. Or like there could just be something you need to work on because I think every relationship goes in ebbs and flows. Oh, it's so normal to have those times where you're like, is this right for me? Because you're literally committing your life to someone long term. Like yeah. you're basically saying I could spend the rest of my life with you and that is bloody scary. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it is, it is hard, isn't it? But then like it even hard. like 
like you said, feeling guilty for making it look perfect. Like there's so many times in the past where I've posted a picture where it looks all happy and sunshine and roses, but actually we've had a four day argument or something and you're exactly. like just not in a good place. And I know but from, outwardly it looks perfect. And I know from experience with like friends as well, I've seen friends who share their perfect relationship in inverted commas. And and I'm like, you guys argue twenty four seven. 24 and I'm like guy like oh like you know I don't know it it frustrates me but I know the truth but then I'm I'm also guilty of that I've been guilty of that and almost I feel like now keeping that away from everything keeping everything offline it almost curbs that problem it's like well now there's nothing for people to see they can't be like oh she's like she's oversharing she can't they can't be like oh she's got this perfect relationship even if I do have a perfect relationship it's mine. Yeah. It's not everyone's. It's like mine to keep for me. Which is so okay. Yeah. Like we, I think there's a perception of influencers that if you share your life online, and I say life very like brash because I think I vlog, I do a podcast, I have Instagram, I do TikTok. I would still say I only share about 20%. Yeah. Like you don't know my family life. You don't yeah. know my relationship. You don't know what I talk about with my friends. Like there's very much a big part of that that's offline. And I think a lot of people assume that because your life is online as an influencer that you should be sharing everything. Mm. And at and max, not you see, like you're allowed to keep things to yourself. Yeah, at max, you see, what, five minutes mm. on someone's stories? Longer, maybe, if you get... If you're a YouTuber, you have a little well, bit longer. So, like, a weekly vlog on average, right? 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. That 30, 40 minutes could be a four-minute clip of me sat in my car talking about... God knows what, to be honest. I absolutely waffle. But like, there's so many clips in that and some of it could be a fashion haul or whatever, but you haven't seen my whole week. Mm-hmm. So it could be that I've had a week where I'm really anxious and I'm feeling really shit and I've had like meltdowns every day. But on the vlog, it could look like I've had the best time ever. Yeah, exactly. Not that I'm purposefully hiding those things. I do think I'm quite good at being vulnerable and like saying how I feel. And like, I think I'm quite good at like saying I'm having a really shit mindset week or whatever. But you're allowed to keep some things to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> It's okay. You can do that. And like people assume you're always there for them as well for this reason. A little side tangent is that like, um, when was this? Maybe back in November, um, I uploaded an Insta story that had, it basically was the end of six, the musical. Oh yeah. And basically someone messaged me and said, oh, the lights in this are bad for people with epilepsy. Can you, and then I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, but at the time, I was driving for like three yeah. hours from somewhere, so not like a quick fix. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I thought about. It, I was like, I'll sort it later. And then in that time, she sent me another message saying, "You need to delete this, basically, because you're causing harm to someone. You're, this is dangerous." I mean, a bit of aggression there. Yeah. It, it was like it was, uh, but also I'd like I was in the middle of something. Yeah. And then in that car journey, I had a car accident. Shit. So. Yeah, so I was like not online then, but oh, because bless I know, but because I didn't reply, she then outwardly put it on her stories and tagged me and was like, at Hall- so disappointed in at Hello Miss Jordan for not um, basically, I guess, um, I can't even think of what the words are for basically saying like. I don't care about people with epilepsy. Yeah, like she basically doesn't care about people with epilepsy. She's going to cause like an epileptic fit on her story. Yeah, but then it's like the contrast of what was actually happening in your life at that time. And and it was a three hour window. And then like I was like, 
yeah, so then I had the car accident and I went on and I saw all these stories and then people were atting me and like men- DMing me being Cancer like... Cancer culture is rife. Being like, I can't believe you haven't deleted this. Like, oh, this is so weird. Like, this is so wrong of you. And I was like, I've literally just been in a car... And then I messaged her and I was like, I'm sorry, I've just been in a car accident. I deleted it that moment. Yeah. And she then deleted the stories. and But she didn't say th- anything about that. She just put, the stories have now been deleted. But she didn't say, Yeah. she didn't sort of correct the fact that it was almost like a witch hunt against me. She wasn't like, oh, she's explained that yeah. she was in an accident. She didn't get to see my my DMs. Or like, like, check in and hope you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, you're all right with the whiplash. But, <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, I'm not available all the time. And I you have, never know what goes on behind closed doors as exactly, well. Exactly, I'm not Prime here. Prime example. Yeah, I'm not here on DMs 24-7. I have a life I have I'm driving a lot actually (laughs) I do think that um it's interesting though because I think it's almost a good thing when people do that like I've had messages before relating to like captions on stories Mm. so you know followers who are like maybe deaf or whatever and they like the fact that you do the captions because you know they can Mm. see better and I think things like that is something that we're almost like naive too because we don't struggle with those things yeah. and I think sometimes it's nice to have someone say oh by the way like just to let you know like this might cause epileptic seizure blah 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 like great yeah, amazing great. thank you so much for the information but I think the fact that she then caused like a bit of a stir yeah maybe not the best thing exactly but also you never know what's going on no, you never know why someone's not replying for 24 hours like it could yeah. be like if I had a family member who was sick or something I'm not going to post it online so like I could be posting stories and you know you could yeah yeah you're gonna be like <laughs> you know where I'm going selfie, I've lost my train of thought selfie from the hospital you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah like obviously I'm happy for people to you know be informative mm-hmm. in a kind and understanding way but yes yeah, it's, it's just the I think people think that you owe you owe them your time all the time and it's the same with the relationship as well it's like we like own this part of you and so yeah. And like, yeah, and when I ended my last relationship, I left it a little bit of time and then I had to do a statement. You yeah, know? you didn't say anything for a while. Not for a while. I had to do, you know, the classic, we are no longer together. <laughs> I wish him all the best. Blah, blah, Which blah, I blah, think blah. is mental that you blah, even blah, 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 blah. And it was like, should have to do that. Yeah, and you have to give, you always have to give the obligatory, nobody cheated. It wasn't like a breakup for yeah, any particular bad. reason. It was my choice. Also, not every relationship ends in a drama. No, like, it wasn't there's drama. There's so many that end just amicably like, okay, we're not good for each other anymore. Yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. It was just we weren't a good match at all. And I probably should have figured that out a bit sooner. But <laughs> but you live and you learn. You every you learn. relationship is a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah. He taught you a lesson. He taught you to not stick things out if you don't want to. Yeah. And to listen to your gut. Many lessons have been you learned. You need to learn to listen to your gut. Oh my God, yeah. Listen to your gut, people. Speaking of your gut. This video is this sponsored is- by. <laughs> it's not sponsored, but um, that kind of brings me on to like because obviously intuition, manifestation. Mm-hmm. So um, me and Jordan have we both manifested our men. We did, didn't we? We did. So we both kind of used the law of attraction to bring our dream man into our life. Yes, mine was kind of accidental actually. So not accidental. Love you, James. But um, <laughs> I was very adamant I was going to be single for like a long time after my last relationship. But I knew what I wanted in a partner. Like I knew exactly what I wanted from someone. Like I wanted someone who was kind, who was loyal, tall. We know 
I love a tall <laughs> king. He's he's very very tall. I mean, tall is nice. He is six foot seven. He's six, gigantic. He yeah, he's oh, no, very very. Tall. Met he him. will argue the point and say six six, but he is six seven. Wow. Oh, you've seen him, haven't you? No, I have seen him, but I think I only saw him like sitting down in that theatre that time. Do you remember? Didn't you meet him when he picked me up from the airport before? Oh, maybe I have seen him. Yeah. I want to say you God. did. Why did I not? Re- I did not register yes, how tall he was. Yes, when we went to um, Cyprus, he picked me up from the airport uh, and he was waiting with coffee. Remember? Yeah. And then we walked you to yeah. find your dad. For some reason, I can't. I, I don't dad. know why I didn't register how tall he was. Yeah, he's very, very, very tall. But um, I kind of had like a tick list of like what I wanted from a partner, and I would say he ticks every single box. That's really maybe good. give or take like something really minor and random but mm. I, I i mean i couldn't tell you off the top of my head what that would be but like he is literally the perfect human like he oh. is the most like i always said i wanted someone thoughtful and someone who was a whole person like i'm big on like not being half a person coming together and like being kind of codependent like i've done that i don't need to do that again and i think that was my big thing that was on my like deal breaker was having someone who was like a whole person who had their own life their own friends their own career they knew what they wanted and like we could add to each other's life and like add to each other's happiness without being each other's happiness, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. That is such a big thing for me as well. Like I always say to people, like my biggest piece of advice for people who are single is sort out your shit so other people yes. don't have to. It's like, not your partner's responsibility. It is not your partner's responsibility to make you happy. You have to be happy as your as a whole person, like you said before you have anyone which is hard to do by the way it like it's hard. not an easy thing to do no, we're no, saying no. it very lightly but it's <laughs> difficult to it be is. in that position like i've done therapy yes. i've dated many men who have taught me many you lessons you need many lessons you need I've done... much therapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you need a lot going you need to start doing those hobbies you need to do the things that you want to do with your time that's you why to... i think being single is important though you know oh, yeah. because being single and living alone like i've lived on my own before um and I think it kind of teaches you, like you obviously have lived on your own as well. And I think it kind of teaches you like what you like and what you want. And it teaches you to be okay being on your own. Because I think one of the biggest things with um, like life is you might think you're not dependent on other people, but if you have always lived with your parents, then your partners, then housemates and uni friends and whatever, you've never really learned how to like be on your own. Because one odd night here and there is not really being on your own. Whereas when you live on your own, there's many, many nights where you're just sat and you're like, well okay it's just me like what do I want to do with my time what do Mm. I enjoy doing do I like having baths do I like reading books do I like picking up hobbies or whatever and I think that's such a big vital part of learning who you are is like being single and being okay with your own time and your own space and being by yourself absolutely agree but you have to be your own best mate oh yeah 100 percent. and you know what i I, I have a great time on my own dancing around that kitchen (laughs) same no i like i really i still live on my own i I love it to be honest but i do i do joke about like my 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 dating time you know my year of being single but i am actually really genuinely very grateful for it and the ironic thing is that my now boyfriend asked me out back in january last year so if we had got together oh really so you would have like he basically was at the beginning of the journey yeah. and you actually like waited nine months to actually have dates. And... <laughs> yeah, so the reason we didn't go on a date is because he only wanted something casual at the time. It's definitely good though, right person, wrong time. Yeah. And for I was, sure. Do you know what? I was really appreciative because he told me up front, he was like, I only want something casual. I'm not looking for a relationship. And what I changed said, his mind? I think, I don't really know, but um, all I know is that in later on in the year in September, mm. he was like, I'm ready now and I'd like to take you on a date. Mm. So, cause Interesting I, I mean, he came back. I know, it was meant to be. And also, oh, it's such a long story, but literally all, I'll actually get into this when we talk more about manifesting, about the series of events that yeah. caused him to come back into my life. But yeah, I'm actually genuinely grateful that we didn't go out 
like back in January. Well, you I probably would have been a fling and then you'd have been like, yeah. this is going nowhere. Even like- if he had been looking for a relationship, I wasn't fully, I wasn't fully ripened, you know. You both needed to get it out of your system. Yeah, I ne- I wasn't ready. I needed to go for all those trash bag men. Also, you need to like, <laughs> I think, go on those dates. I mean, I can't really talk from experience, but like you need to learn from people. Yeah. Because if I, like same, same with James, if I'd have met James two years before, we probably wouldn't have been the right fit for each other. Like, mm. It probably would have been a relationship and it would have been great. But I think I needed to go through what I went through to be like I really need to be a whole person here yeah. and I need to like learn to love myself and stuff exactly and that's you. literally what my year ended up being it ended up be- making me into that whole person yeah and then by the time that we we finally did go on a date we were both completely ready for each other and I think that's why it works so well is our relationship so yeah manifested him back in July I brought him back yeah you brought him back I brought him back <laughs> Jack after- come back <laughs> come back <laughs> after eight years can you imagine? Like eight years we knew each other before we ended up together. Wait, you said January. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, before that, also eight years before that. Well, that's just come as a curveball. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you say no. January, that's eight months, and then suddenly no. you're adding years onto the mix. <laughs> what is happening? January is when he asked me out, but we knew each other for eight years before that. Oh my god. I know. Sorry. That's that's quite nice because I think if you know someone a long time before, you literally know them. Like yeah. they're not hiding anything. Yeah. Well, I like I, I mean, I say new. Like we basically like how we of. met knew of and we were acquaintances mm. and like we were Facebook friends. That was pretty much the extent. <laughs> Facebook friend. We've had we before that we'd had one conversation. So I'm at assuming university. you had like mutual friends and stuff, right? Yeah. We were in show choir together at uni. That's of how course. we met. Of course you were. Of course we were, yeah. So he's like a very musical as well mm. we're both musical and the moment we met it was very much a our eyes met across a crowded room moment and I remember because this is literally the most vivid memory I have of him is mm. the first time I saw him and we made eye contact and we just looked at each other for probably way too long and then he came and sat with me and spoke to me and well, he actually spoke at me and I was too shy to say anything. And so not I just- Not like you at all. Not like me at all now, no. But like eight years ago, Jordan was just like, like, please don't talk to me. Oh my God, I fancy you so much. Also, I have a boyfriend, so I can't talk to you. Um, in, his, in his words, I was very standoffish. I mean, if you're kind of nervous, I feel like sometimes nerves can come across as that. Yeah. But he was like, I knew you fancied me. I was like, oh, shut up. Like- you liked me too. <laughs> I mean, he must have liked you too, otherwise you wouldn't have come across the room. Yeah, exactly. He, we both really liked each other. Um, he had a little butterfly. But we too. both, yeah, but we both had partners at the time, so it just didn't didn't work out. And then, right person, wrong time. Right person, wrong time. And again, we were not ripe. We weren't. You the, weren't the ripe juicy peach. We weren't the ripe juicy peach. We were those Growing hard, peach. hard, <laughs> gross. Not ugh, quite there yet. Not peaches. Quite, not sweet at all. <laughs> Spicy peach. Spicy peach. <laughs> Spicy peach. A peach that you don't want to pull off the tree. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay, how did you, like, what was your tactic to manifest your dream relationship? Because like I think there's so many ways you can go about it, and I think mm. it's important to focus less on aesthetic. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I think a lot of people want to manifest. So, right, so for example, I think a lot of people think manifesting a dream man will be like, I want someone who is successful, brunette, tall, like likes to travel, (laughs) has a good car. Those are not things like you can manifest someone tall by all means. But I think it's more about the traits that that person has and Uh more about like what is inside. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, I've drafted my dream partner list almost as soon as I broke up with my (laughs) ex-fiance. 
but your dream partner list is like internal things, right? Because yeah. I feel like you could manifest your dream person on paper who physically is what you mm. want and has the job that you want them to have and the car and whatever. But then that person could be an absolute asshole. Oh, yeah. So you're manifesting your dream man, but you're not manifesting your dream man. Yeah. Like, and it's the outside dream man but the inside is maybe not up to scratch yeah definitely and like i dr- i redrafted that yours was part. a long list as well it was i very saw long. you posted it on your story you see it was like a, it was almost i think it was two pages front and back <laughs> it was a long list <laughs> and oh my god yeah it was a long list so, but that was like the final version i did like three versions before that what like just kind of brain dumping and being like okay i think yeah it kind this, of this, this. it kind of ended up being like I wrote it out and then I realised there were things that I was missing mm. and I actually did keep manifesting the li- the man on the list but the man on the list the list wasn't complete so the man wasn't so complete. you were like manifesting that person but then you were like actually I've been on a date with you and you are technically this guy I'm manifesting on my list but you maybe have that quality that's not quite what I want yeah and so then, then you add things that you so then, then need add to- things took things away sort of realised yeah. and I put like some aesthetic things I mean obviously put, I put like handsome like, I mean, yeah. And I put, like, um, taller than me in heels. That's generally my rule. <laughs> I know, mean, has everyone's hair. taller than me in heels, so... <laughs> <laughs> has hair, you know. No receding hairline. Yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm sorry, I love hair on men. <laughs> she loves a hairy man. <laughs> not a hairy man. Although, yeah, I was going to say, Just he's definitely hair. not that. He's not a hairy man, but he's got hair. <laughs> he's got a lot of hair. <laughs> a full head, He's got a full head say. of hair. Um but like the, the top of the list is things like kind, generous, mm. loyal, honest. Loyal o- is a big one that a lot of people mm. forget, actually. Biggest thing for me. Open communicator. like. See, I think like for me, communication would have to be one of the top things. Because I think yeah. you could have someone who's amazing, kind, loyal, funny, smart. But if they can't communicate, mm. that's a big red flag. Oh, like awful. you need someone who can communicate in a relationship, I think. And you know what? My, my boyfriend is one of the best communicators I've ever met in my life. No kidding. Which is so good. It's so weird for me to actually talk to him about stuff. Like, I, from just having two relationships yeah. where there was no communication to this, where he's like, he will sit me down in a chair in front of him, like it's a job interview. Like and therapy. He'll, like therapy. And he will sit there and he'll be like, right, list off everything that you're thinking about. I'll list it off for like however long. And then he'll go, okay. And then he'll go through each point and say, this is why you don't need to worry about that. This is what, what I'm is in do like to about your that. relationship? Yeah, or like about, about life in general. Anything that I'm worried about. So really, but I think maybe we only had one time where I was kind of worried about mm. something in the relationship. So I said, and he knows when I'm worried about something because I'm a terrible liar and it's <laughs> written on my face. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like, <gasps> and I'll like walk through the door and he's See, like, See, I'm like, if something's on my mind, I'll, I just blurt it out. I'm like, come on, James, sit down. We've got to talk about this. <laughs> like, I knew, I knew, even I if it's nothing to do with the relationship. <laughs> Like, I knew I want to talk about it, but I, I'm like, oh, I'll talk about this when it's the right time. But he's like, just sit down and say it. Like, say it to me. But then he will literally But that's be kind of amazing. a good thing because I think if you bottle it up, even if you waited like a day to say it, you could add more resentment to that situation oh, yeah. where actually you just need to say it. Yeah. And, and I think is... boys need to be good at that too. Like, boys need to just be good at saying, like, you're really pissing me off. Like, <laughs> there's, there's a situation recently. So, like, I... You know when you have like that time, that one week a month where you're just like a demon. Yeah, like everyone, that was every me girl, this week. every girl has the demon week, and I used to get the demon week so bad. And James would be like, "I just know to avoid you. Like when you start being a bit of a dick, I know to just really not pay mind to it. I know why you're doing it. Like it's fine." 
And then I found these like hormone balancing pills. Um, they're from April. I'll link them in the show notes because they are really good. Like I bought them. I have a subscription for them now. They literally are the best thing ever. And um, he turned around to me and he was like, do you know what, Jess? You've just been really lovely this week. And I was like, Jesus Christ, was I that bad before that you need to tell me I'm being lovely this week? <laughs> and he literally was like, you're just being really lovely. And I was like, that's how I know they're working. If you are noticing the demon week has gone, that is how I know oh, God. the hormone balancing. But it's things that I think it's like, if he hadn't said that, he mm. might have just been building resentment and been like, oh my God, you're driving me insane. Mm. And then it would have come out in an argument or like, you know, when it's just like, you can't help but snap when mm. something's really pissing yep. you off and I think it's good to have that communication where he's like maybe let's put the demon back in the cupboard now yes just, just bring it back down <laughs> maybe take your happy pill today <laughs> we call them the happy pills because we're like they literally are my like anti-demon pills that's what I call my antidepressants to be I mean they are typically antidepressants that's yeah. what they're called oh, like, no, that no, they isn't it? like everyone always says happy pills for that but we call them the happy pills because it's like the anti-demon pill I love that so we'll be like oh the happy pills have come in the post mm-hmm. today <laughs> I've lost my train of thought completely now Um, so what are your what's your like three this is actually a question we got asked we're going to do a bonus episode talking about questions we had but um, what's your like three non-negotiables in a relationship like something I would say not necessarily just about them but like if you were to manifest your dream man slash relationship because I think they kind of go hand in hand but they're Mm. also slightly different lists what would you say is your like three non-negotiables Loyal, generous, and kind. 100%. Generous and kind are kind of the same thing. No, they're not. Do you not think? No, they're not. I, I know this from experience because I've dated men who are kind, but they're not generous. Because where... oh, I suppose generous is like being generous with your time. And yeah. Like... And generous with your money as well. Like, you can get a really lovely man. I've dated a lovely man who was the last guy I dated. He won't listen to this, but he's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still friends, but... And he will say, he will admit it, like this man, he's very successful, very like, he, he's a property developer, mm. not generous at all. Like stingy with money, but very, very kind. stingy, but very kind. Like he's a sweetheart, but he is not, he is not very generous. And he's not generous in the way of like his, his thoughtfulness or like his, his, yeah, his time yeah. in a way. Like it's hard to explain it, but like. I would wake up at his house, but he wouldn't make me breakfast. It would be like, off you go. Like, okay. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, I want someone who's going to get up and look after me and Mm -hmm. like care for me. And I I kind of take that under the generous umbrella, but it is kind of its own thing as well of just like, I know what you mean. Yeah. Thoughtful. You could put it in the thoughtful. Generous. Yeah. But but, you can be generous with like time and or money. Yeah. Exactly. And so I've had, I've had that. So I, I, that's for me, it's like loyal, kind, generous. Um, how about you? I think mine would be communication. Like good communication would just be top always. I think um, I think thoughtfulness because I feel like that kind of covers generous and kind. Because mm-hmm. like maybe I should have said thoughtful. James is very very thoughtful. Like to the point where he will if he knows I'm working and I'm stressing he'll like Hoover for me. Oh. Or like I'll go on a trip and I'll come home and he's like done my washing for me. Or like in the morning, if I'm like, say we go to bed and I'm like, I really want a coffee in the morning. He'll go to work before I wake up and he'll literally put my coffee out and my mug and like set everything up so that I can just get up and like just do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's a big one. And then I'd say the third one, someone fun. Yeah. 
Like you need to have fun, I think. Oh, 100%. Because if I had a boring relationship, I think I'd just be, I just couldn't Been do there. it. <laughs> like I need like that element of fun where it's like, we can just be stupid together. Like we can mm. dance around the kitchen. We can have like private jokes. We can just do stupid things and it's like fun. Yeah. And like, I know that we can have dates and we're not like just, you know, going out for dinner and just sitting there like having boring chat. We can actually like have a laugh. Yeah. I'm not talking about flicking food around, but you know, like just have a laugh. <laughs> food fight. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so important. Like having someone who is fun to be around because mm. you're going to be with that person potentially for the rest of your life. Like you need to know yeah. they're fun. I mean like, yeah, going from probably the most boring relationship ever to... She really is spilling the tea today, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But it was true. <laughs> it was boring. It was boring. But was it boring because you got so used to him and you no. didn't put the effort into that relationship? No, it was boring because it was boring. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> and it was it was boring in that he didn't really want to go out anywhere. He didn't have any friends. Oh bless him! That's I know. I'm sad. sorry. I'm sorry. I have to say, it. no. He had one friend, but like his friend was also boring. So, <laughs> like he just was very happy with like not yeah. really doing much. Yeah, he just he just didn't really want to go out anywhere. He didn't. We didn't go on dates. Um, but you know what? For the right person, that's probably ideal. Yeah, exactly. Like someone else you know who what? also enjoys there's, that probably would love it. There's probably some, and he's found someone else now. I'm very happy for him, Aww. and she probably loves that, and that's great, honestly. But for me, I wanted someone who was gonna like drag because I'm different. I'm very much like I will mirror the person I'm with. Yeah, and I want to, and I'm kind of outgoing anyway. But if someone's not outgoing, I'll just be like, well, hermit. Okay, I'll just sit with you then. Yeah. So I just got really complacent very dowdy like I, I wouldn't make any effort with my parents and but with my current partner he's so like he will drag me out the house he's like we've, we've very like much like we will make an effort even mm. if we're just going to be sitting gaming on a day we'll put on something nice we'll do I'll do my <laughs> makeup do my hair I'll like put on something pretty you know I like it it's fun also I think it's like a new relationship as well like it's just you always do make a bit more effort as well don't That's you true. so you need to keep up I want to keep it up though. We've actually said to each other like we don't want to be ever get to that point where we're yeah. we're too too comfortable. I think that's that thing though, isn't it? Of like when you're in a long term relationship, you still have to make the effort. Like yeah. so many people don't make the effort, and you have to like actually still make the effort. Exactly. To, like, like, make an effort. And obviously, you can't be like <laughs> Bella Hadid every day. Oh God, no. In fact, most days I am not Bella Hadid. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd say my eighty percent is like hair on top of head, no makeup, sweatpants. Oh, same, yeah. My twenty percent is like doing my hair and makeup. And like after a weekend with my boyfriend, I feel like I've like sort of used up all my hot girl points, mm. and I am like at, at zero. And then I sort of have to have a reset. And I'm like, I think that's so normal though. I feel like I leave his house and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I need just like one day. I want to be cozy. I just need to reset myself. I have used up all my energy with this and now I'm just going to like sort myself out. You Sometimes know. as well, like doing your makeup and hair is just so long. Mm. Like, some, even though it only takes me like probably half an hour, 40 minutes at most, sometimes I just can't be asked. Yeah, just can't be asked. Like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm making my You can be asked. <laughs> yeah, no. But, I don't. Yeah, going back to like manifesting, manifesting the dream partner. I had like yeah, so I did many different variations of that list until it got to like its final form, and then I feel like once it was at its final form, it kind of just spiraled. And I did this this little ceremony on the beach in Mauritius, <laughs> which you were not present for, but <laughs> I did do it in the night under a full moon. Oh, for God's I, sake, um, we actually did have a full moon, didn't we? We, we did were all talking about moon. manifesting and stuff. I didn't bury the crystals. I took the crystals out, and then my mum said to bury a seashell on the beach <laughs> and ask the universe for dream man. your dream man. Be like, 
I was like, look. And I deleted all of the chats from that last guy. Oh, would, yeah, because that was the yeah. big thing, wasn't it? When we were there, we were I like, still delete every single picture, every single text, yeah. get rid of it all. So I ceremoniously deleted all of that, all the photos, all of the conversations on the beach. And I was like, I'm ready now. This is it. And then from that moment... It's like a purge, getting rid of all of it. It was like the purge, wasn't it? A purge of... Not quite the film, but... Not the film. <laughs> the purge like just getting of my rid life. of all that negativity. Because yeah. you holding on to things like the pictures and stuff mm. probably was stopping you from moving forward oh definitely yeah and i was still hung up on him at that point and then as soon as i did it it was like letting go Mm. it was like and i always say this as well this my other thing there's always going to be another man right always always and they always get better like they (laughs) they always going to be a better man it's like the typical thing of the universe of like this or something better yeah literally like manifest your dream man or better or better yeah 100 percent. yeah there'll always be another man they always get better and I just, I'm, I refuse to be hung up on a man for too long. I just Which I think is a conscious thing. It is a conscious thing. And it's an attitude thing as well. And I just, you know what? I just like can't. Breakups are hard. They oh can my take God. a long time to yeah. get over, but you and have you know to what? consciously it took me, be moving forward. It took me like two months to go over this guy, which for me is way too long. <laughs> you were obviously more invested than you thought. <laughs> I was so, no I, no, I genuinely really liked him. Like he was, I thought he was everything that I wanted, except he was a liar and a narcissist so (laughs) (laughs) and therefore add to manifestation list no narcissists no narcissists (laughs) actually like not a complete liar and not a complete dick but honestly um yeah he was was everything i thought he was gonna be and yeah i just at this point i'm like i refuse to be hung up on a man and allow it to affect my life for too long because even if I'm hurting and I will hurt for ages, I'll like I won't eat for ages because I get so upset. Yeah, but it's like, like grieving though because yeah, you're like grieving a relationship you that grieve, you thought could be. Exactly, you grieve something that you thought was was coming and it's it's gone now, and then you just have to sit there and be sad. And you can be sad. You have to absolutely can be sad, but just don't be sad for too long. You got to yeah. go out there and live your best life. You got to live your best life. You can and, also live your best life while being sad. Like you yeah, can have exactly. sad moments, but you have to get on with it. Fake it till you make it, you know what I mean? This is my favorite saying, fake it till, fake you, it make till it. you make it. And I've had friends who have been like, hung up on men for like eight months and they're still like pining and, and looking at their stories and like- Oh why? my God, don't and, stalk and, social media, and, that's the worst thing yeah, ever. Yeah, and still like messaging him like and being like, why haven't you Why haven't you come back to me? Like, I saw you broke up with the oh girl God. you left me for, so why oh didn't no. you come back to me? No, no, don't message him. Do not oh message God. someone who does not want to be with you. Never do it. Never message someone who's already shown also, you that they don't want to be in your like, life. When you're pushing someone, I think, like I always think this when I watch like Love Island or something. If you are going out of your way to be like, why don't you love me? Why don't you want me? They're gonna only get further and further away. Yeah, they're like, because then they're like, oh god, clingy. No. Yeah, it's like that's that is <laughs> that's their ick, and it's like no. Yeah. Honestly, as soon as someone says to me now, or like not anymore, but like in the thing, as soon as someone said to me like, oh, I don't want to be with you anymore, I'm like, all right, you're lost. Like, bye, bye. <laughs> and it it sucks. Hundred percent sucks. Like. So you have to th- grow a really hard backbone, I think, for dating. Like, you have to be strong. Yeah, you do. Because there is a lot of ghosting. There's a lot of, like... Because inevitably, if you're going on, like, five dates with five different people, there's going to be someone who has to call it off. Yeah. And you're always going to get rejected. Yeah. You can be you can be a supermodel. You're still going to get rejected. Well, there's always going to be the wrong people, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. You're always going to get the wrong person. You're always going to get, like, the wrong time. Timing is everything as well. Timing I say is that. everything. Everything is about timing. Jordan. Hello. We've hit the end of the episode. We have you have been tasked to find a good vibe task of the week <laughs> and you thought of a good one. I did. You haven't told me what it is yet, so go for it. What's our good vibe task of the week for everyone to um, do? So I think if you're single, 
then write out your dream partner list. Think about it and take your time with it. And sort of, it could be as long as short as you want. I would recommend going into its heavy, heavy detail. I will go into heavy detail. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, go into heavy detail. Do everything. Put everything on there that you want. And if you can burn it, you know why not? I I usually burn mine. That's yeah. why. Um, it's a good way to like release I usually, it. I usually write a version for burning and then I will allow it to float away. A bit like Mary Poppins, <laughs> you know? That's how the kids get Mary Poppins in the film. True. It's true, yeah. Um, and if you're already in a relationship, then just keep up the good work, I guess. <laughs> if you're in a relationship, I think maybe... So obviously if you're single, the whole like manifesting your dream partner. And I think if you are in a relationship, maybe manifest and like really journal out because I think journaling maybe helps on this like to get the initial list going because you're kind of like writing down your thoughts and what you think you want and like what you definitely don't want Mm. um which kind of helps you so if you're like I really don't want a liar obviously that one of your points is honesty Mm. um and I think you could almost journal out like your relationship and how you want it to look because you might have your dream partner but you still need to work on that relationship like relationships are not you get into it and it's sunshine and roses the whole time like you still need to put the work in so I think maybe do that yeah, that's a good idea. You don't need to manifest the partner, you just need to manifest keeping the relationship good. Yeah. Keep the good vibes good going. Good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, we're going to round off the podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to give us a little rating and review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. Um, I also have the Instagram for the podcast if you wanted to head over and chat about anything to do with the podcast. I'll leave all of Jordan's links down below along with the podcast Instagram, which is at the Podcast. Um, thank you Jordan for coming on thank you for having me it's been a nice long chat it has but um, thanks for coming on it's been fun thank you it's been amazing and we'll talk to you in the next episode bye guys bye